breath of life. People are new to the glory of God. You can always just explain that it's a religious experience. called ecstasy. A lot of people don't have any terminology for the encounters of the glory and the great grace that's coming upon everybody. Uh, I mean, they'll be like completely dumb, dumbfounded like most of our viewers are every day. It's crazy all these people coming in, coming out of Pentecostalism and Charismania, and they don't even know what ecstasy is or rapture. I guess we're coming out of the dark ages, and we're coming out of the church ages, and we're we're coming out of a time of a lot of witchcraft, a lot of confusion, a lot of pride, and we're coming into the kingdom where everyone's in constant ecstasy all the time. The mind of Christ has been in continual ecstasy. Ecstasy is the third heaven passing through your heart and mind constantly. Ecstasy should be a lifestyle of our Christianity because the new covenant begins in ecstasy. His blood is ecstasy. His flesh is ecstasy. There is not a drop of pain or sorrow in his blood. It's all been removed. There is not a drop of poverty or sickness in his blood. It's all been removed. His cup is pure and perfect ecstasy. And when you drink it, just a little sip, it will just blow up your old wineskin. And that's what's going to happen to everybody. The old wineskin, which is every mindset outside of his cup, the King of Glory's cup, the King of Jerusalem's cup, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords cup, the cup of the new covenant, everything outside of it will burst. And guess what? It'll be a bursting unto Jubilee. It's a bursting unto heaven on earth. It's a bursting unto great harvest and great grace, Acts 4.33, being upon every city and every nation. Christian nations, Muslim nations, Buddhist nations, communist nations. God doesn't see the sin because He sent His Son to die for it and He's going to wash it all away. And as long as our minds are in love, we'll participate with what the Father is doing. But if we judge one another according to looks, according to appearances, we play the accuser of the brethren, and we miss everything the Father wants to do in healing the nations. Love covers a multitude of sin, it is written. And that's one thing a lot of people don't learn, is unconditional love, but that is truly our mission in life. That's the high calling in Christ Jesus. Now, it's not phileo love. It's not being nice and gentle 
and kind and then murdering the king of the Jews like I do with these Pharisees every single day for ministry for 12 years. That ain't love. That's conditional love. Because they didn't come in their old wineskin box and serve them old wine into their egos, they condemn me. We bring new wine for new wineskins because we're in the new covenant of new wine. The blood of the lamb that's spotless. The blood of the lamb that's without wrinkle. The blood of the lamb that's free of charge. The blood of the lamb that has no sorrows attached to it. The blood of the lamb is too good to be true, but it's true. And it's been spilt once and for all. And everyone that drinks it right now as I'm ministering to it will experience it. All you have to do is receive like a little child. You know how to drink a cup of cold water? You know? You ever seen kids? You know, they're playing make-believe and stuff. They have faith. And, you know, they're playing around and, and building castles in their sandboxes, you know, and they're... They're doing all this stuff with the little G.I. Joe figures, you know, playing war. And it's real to them. They're experiencing it, and they're having fun. You have to enter the kingdom like little children like that. Religion steals your childhood. Religion steals your experiencing the purity and the holiness of the Spirit of Grace. It's a true saying that God is more childlike than all the children of the world combined. And by God, I mean the Holy Spirit, the breath of life in your nostrils. Jesus Christ died on the cross, was seen by over 400 people in His resurrection for 40 days, ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of God the Father, and sent us the Holy Spirit. At Pentecost, what did we receive? I mean, this is the breakthrough of the ages. What did we receive? The same thing Adam and Eve lost. They lost the breath of life. They lost the mind of Christ. They lost their purity and their innocence in their mind and became carnal-minded and had to work by the sweat of their brow. Through Christ Jesus, we receive the Holy Spirit into our nostrils, Pentecost, the breath of life, Adam was alive because of one thing only, the breath of life into his mind. When you breathe into your nostrils, it goes right into your mind, and you come alive by the Spirit of glory and the Spirit of God. And your whole mind gets cleansed from dead works, from every act that leads to death. And you have a pure and holy, spotless mind called the mind of Christ, or the mind of the breath of life. And that mind stays in your mind. <laughs> I'm telling you, once you get into the mind of Christ and out of your carnal mind, which is the curse of the fall, and religion always feeds the carnal mind, so it's like, just start over and get into the, the mind of Christ. You just start over, you get into the mind of Christ, and you realize, this is what He died for, this is why I'm here, I'm restored to the garden. I can walk with my Father. What do I do? You enjoy your Father. Every day, you're led by the Spirit. You're led by the breath of life up your nostrils. It's true. What did Adam and Eve do for eternity before they gave up the breath of life? Do you realize Adam and Eve were in eternity? 
Time didn't even start until they fell. Mm. And it's been 6,000 years. It's true. And now we're in the seventh day since Adam and Eve. And on the seventh day, they shall rest. We're entering the seventh day, eternal Sabbath day's rest, and it's being forced upon everything that has breath in the entire garden. Your breakthrough is as easy as breathing the breath of life. And it's the fragrance of life to those that are living, and it's the fragrance of death to those that are dying, or those that reject Jesus. And Jesus is simply the glory of God. Hebrews chapter 1 says, He is the exact representation of the invisible God, and He is the divine radiance of the invisible God. He's the exact representation, and He is the divine radiance. He is the brightness of the Father. Revelation 22, Jesus Christ says in the red letters, I am the bright morning star. That brightness comes right inside your mind, and He shares His brightness with you. That's angelic intelligence, divine intelligence of the bright morning star. So you're no longer limited to your human mind, which is so fallen, it's pathetic. We now have the limitless, infinite possibilities of Christ possessing our mind and filling our souls with glory. And people will treat you as if you're Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ has filled your mind when you breathe in His Spirit. And not everyone's happy with Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Pharisees are not happy with Jesus Christ. They only have the outward forms of Jesus Christ. Inwardly, they're all about performance. They're all about money. They're all about wickedness and selfishness. They're all a bunch of demons. But there is many, many people that have been looking for this. And the Bible says the only thing that blocks you from experiencing this reality that we walk in, that we minister in, is religion. Jesus said the Pharisees block everyone from experiencing their Father in the Scriptures. I'm telling you, the only thing you guys have to overcome is religion. There's nothing else here. And religion, all it does is feed your ego and makes you important in your own eyes. See, when you breathe the breath of life, we become selfless. Everyone in the cloud of witnesses and everyone in the white cloud of Revelation 14, 14 has no self-awareness. We're only aware of the white cloud because our minds are so overwhelmed constantly with the breath of the Almighty and He's slain our wickedness. He's slain our ego. He's slain our mark of the beast. He's slain our carnal-mindedness. Revelation 5, 6, I saw a lamb looking as though it had been slain through its soul, having seven eyes and seven horns in its soul, which are the seven spirits of God, God's sevenfold Holy Spirit sent out through every soul on earth. And that's the breath of life, the sevenfold Holy Spirit in our nostrils that, you know, we just take for granted. It's part of our church service, you know, come Holy Spirit. No, <laughs> the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth that leads us into all truth of establishing the entirety of the kingdom of heaven on earth before Jesus Christ physically returns. The Holy Spirit tells us what time we're in. The Holy Spirit is equal to Jesus and the Father. Trinity. 
the Holy Spirit is the third member of the Godhead of the Trinity and equal to the Son and equal to the Father. What we got at Pentecost is more than enough. It's just we have never known the Holy Spirit perfectly as the seven spirits of God through our nostrils. And now we will. And people are going to go wild in Jubilee. Because great grace, Acts 4.33, is the revival that never ends. It's true. Undeserved. And it's just like, why is life getting better for me? I didn't do anything. I mean, I, I see it everywhere. I talk with people everywhere I go every day. And the consensus in Minneapolis is, this is the best life has ever been for me to every single person I talk to every day everywhere I go. You know, thousands of people every week that I talk to. And the consensus across the board, everywhere in Minneapolis, this is absolutely the best my life has ever been. And there's nothing different other than Jesus Christ through us pouring out His great grace because we finally learned to love perfectly and we're not carried on a stick Christians God outside minded looking for Him out there when He's inside here out of your heart flows rivers of living water and we learn to love and minister great grace unto everyone perfectly so every undeserving person like us can experience their father in heaven without any do-do voodoo and yokes of pharisees put on their shoulders without having to buy a cassette tape or buy a video or join a church or do any of that they can just enjoy god in an open eden paradise on earth as it is in heaven for eternity and that's how this thing's going down no church will have any say in this revival. No religious leader will have any say in this. This is the revival of God the Father. And the Father doesn't listen to anyone except His Son. And those people in whom the Son has been formed through their hearts and through their minds by great grace. In the name of Jesus Christ, be blessed. Amen.